My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today. You guys, I am almost jumping out of my seat. I'm so excited with the guest that's coming on in a second here, Jamie Gilliland. You know, you guys, she has been through it all and she has an incredibly powerful story to share with us today. And I'm going to leave that up to her, but just briefly going to introduce her. You know, she's the CEO and founder of MySite LLC. She's the host of Keeping It Simple Strategies podcast, and she is very passionate about building systems and automation into every business. This way you can step away and, you know, your your business can still thrive without you being there in times that maybe you can't be. Um, but, you know, Besides that, she has an incredibly powerful story, like I mentioned. I'm going to go ahead and let her, you know, really get into that with us and let you guys know um, what she's been up to and how the journey has gone. So welcome to the show, Jamie. Thank you so much for coming on today. How's it going? Oh, it's fabulous. Thank you, Britt. I'm so excited about being on the show today. Uh, as am I, as am I. So Jamie, I know I kept it brief, but if you want to go ahead and tell us a little bit about your journey. I mean, you have been through it all and you have <laughs> come out on the other side thriving every time. So I'm going to allow you to go ahead and tell us about that journey and what brought you to where you are today. Sure. So many years ago, I did a lot of consulting and one of the clients I was consulting with wanted to start a real estate, residential real estate office but he wanted it to be more technology-based, which is my background. I have my master's in uh, marketing and my MBA, and I have my bachelor's in information technology. <laughs> and I apologize, my voice is going in and out. So You're fine. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll bear with it. So um, I helped him start this company. I became the CEO decided to franchise the concept because it was real estate meets Best Buy meets uh, Internet Cafe. It was a really cool concept. Anyway, we started franchising. We had three franchises sold. I literally wrote the book on how to step-by-step -step run each of these franchises. We were top 100 new franchise concepts in Franchise Market Magazine. And we had an IPO where investors invest in our company for $3 million on Wall Street. Life was pretty sweet. I was Hilton Absolutely. Head, South Carolina. I had a beach house. I had the nice cars. I had a nice six-figure income. The kids were in private, private schools. January of 2007, I was driving down the road. I was taking my daughter and my neighbor's daughter to the dot to school, dropping them off, sitting at a traffic light, and I get rear-ended. And the guy, the police end up arresting him on the spot because I'm the fourth accident he's had in three days. So I'm 
angry and spouting all kinds of foul language at this gentleman. So um, I go off and I end up with a sore neck. And my doctor says, well, it's probably whiplash. Let's send you for an MRI. Cool, great. Do the MRI. They tell me we're pretty backed up. It'll be about a week before we get back to you, but you know, all's good. I leave and I get a phone call from my doctor who says, I need to see you right away. What do you mean? Why? It's, they said it would be a week before I heard. And they said, just come in uh, during the lunch hour. So I do. Turns out I had a massive brain tumor that had the gentleman not hit me, I would have just fallen over and no one would have known why. It was pressing on my brainstem which of course controls breathing, heart rate, all that kind of stuff. So um, long story short, it took about six months of healing and my heater is on and too hot. Um, took, <laughs> I'm burning up all of a sudden. Um, so the doctor says to me, it's a massive tumor. You have six months to live. And I said, mm, that doesn't work for me. I had three small children. My daughter was 10. We're talking to the doctor. And he says, uh, I said, well, what are my options? And he said, there's a surgery, but there's only a 20% chance you'll survive it. We re recommend you take the six months, enjoy it, and whatever. So as visions of my children growing up without a mother, of all the things I would be missing, and the tears just started flowing, and I looked at the doctor and I said, that doesn't work for me. And he said, I'm sorry, there's, there's no other options. I said, sure there is, there's option C, which by the way, I'm gonna write a book about someday. I said, <laughs> I said, he said, there is no option C. I said, sure there is. We find the right doctor, he does the surgery and I live to see my kids grow up and get married. One of my twins got married last month. So I survived the six months. I counted up at the wedding. I've survived the six months 34 times over. So kind of cool. Anyway, um, so I got through the process. It was not the easy road. There was all kinds of challenges. My first husband passed away in the, in the process of my going through all of this. I went from being a well-off entrepreneur to standing in line to collect food stamps to feed my kids because I didn't have, while I wrote the book for the franchise, I had not written the systems or created the systems for the office, for the corporate office, because I was always there. People had questions, they came to me, I answered them. Well, for six months, I wasn't there to answer them and the business failed, we lost it. So that's when I became really passionate about having the systems in place, about 
building your business around your life, not your life around your business. So that was when my site was born. Love this. Jamie, thank you for taking the time to talk about your, and getting vulnerable about your story. I mean, you had you not taken that risk of option C, you know, I wouldn't be here what a, exactly. And what a, oh, I feel like everything happens for a reason getting in that car accident for a reason so that you did have the time to, you know, realize that you do have a tumor, like otherwise you would have never known. Right. So that exactly. happened for a reason like blessing in disguise, really. Right. And then of course, from the, from there, you're, you're left with almost no options as to how to live your life still uh, longer than six months. But you, you know, you didn't give up, you leaned into it and you were like, no, no matter what the doctor says, no matter what these people are saying, I'm going to go for it. And I'm going to, there's got to be another way, you know, you're here for a reason. And I'm so thankful exactly. that you did, you know, you found that you created that option C and you went with it and look, you are here 34 times plus what they, uh, 30 times, was it 34 times? What 34 they times. Yeah. Yeah. You got to see your kids get married. Like if you, there's a reason you're put on this planet. Well, and I truly believe uh, you know, I've become one of the world's top sales and marketing automation experts in what I do. But I believe, and it's funny because I'm launching a second brand called, just called the Jamie Jamie G brand, yeah. um, which is all about doing what you want to do. So many of us, especially women, have grown up knowing. We're here to, to get married and serve our husband and serve our children and serve the clients of our business. And we have that serving, mothering instinct that we're, we're raised with, we're born with. And while I love that and I am giving and serving, I also want people to realize that they shouldn't serve others in place of themselves. They shouldn't put their wishes on the back burner all the time, which is what happens because life is too short. You'll get to the end and say, well, shit, I didn't get to do any of the stuff I wanted to do. I did what everyone else. So that's what option C, what the book is going to be about is choosing your path. Not, not that you're against serving and helping others, but doing it in tandem with your own wishes and hopes and dreams. Love this. Thank you, Jamie. Yeah. Now let's step into, you know, how did you go from, and I know you might've mentioned already and touched on it, but if we could go really into detail as to from moving from frustration, like, I mean, you know, you were killing it with the franchise, the thriving franchise company, 3 million IPO on wall street to, you know, doing really well with the kids in private school and everything, making a lot of money. Right. So from being frustrated to freedom, like when everything collapsed, what, tell us how you, anyone else in the business, like listening right now that has a business probably is trying to get to that freedom, but is so frustrated at certain things. Cause we know it's a roller coaster in business. Um, 
tell us how to go ahead and implement it or the ways that you did. Sure. So, and it wasn't so much fresh. It was frustration that I lost the business. It was frustration that, um, and so many of the business owners I work with and serve have been frustrated that they're working, you know, they, I tease that most of the business owners I meet have read the four hour work week, right? And they start their business thinking, oh, this is great. I'm going to work four hours. I don't have to worry about it. I'll be able to do everything I want to do. But what they fail to think about or forget about is in the corporate world where they're living now, they have a specific role, a specific task that they're doing. And there's other people wearing other hats for marketing and admin and bookkeeping and janitors and whatever it is. They don't think about when they start on their own, they have to fulfill those roles as well. It's not Kevin Costner's field of dreams that you just start the business and all of a sudden you open the doors and there's thousands of people there. They have to build the business and they don't have those skills. So they're extremely frustrating. The first thing I do with my clients is I put them through what I call my activity tracker, where I have them track exactly what they're doing every 15 minutes. They jot it down, sent an email, posted on social media, responded, delivered product, whatever, took out the trash, right? <laughs> whatever it is they're doing during those 15 minutes. And then on the form, I have them check whose role it would be if they had a full corporate structure, if they had an org chart, whose role would it be? What is it income generating or is it fulfillment? So is it a cost or uh, income driven? and different pieces that they track. Once we do that, we can start to create repetition in automation. We can build systems for hiring and delegating. And all of a sudden, the entrepreneur is back to doing what they started their business for in the first place, while the rest of the company hums along like a well-oiled machine. I love this. Thank you for sharing, Jamie. Now, let's talk about podcasting now. Can you tell us a little bit about the intentions behind starting your podcast and where is that today? Absolutely. So because of the skill set I have, I have a lot of people that always want help. They want to pick my brain. So um, I did it in one-on-ones for a long time and would give them 15 minutes, half an hour where they could pick my brain. We'd talk about something. I'd give them suggestions and strategies. And then if they wanted to hire my company to do it, we would do it for them. Well, one day I was doing it and said, you know what, we should do this as a Facebook Live. So we did. And 
people on Facebook were like, oh my God, this is so cool. This is great. I would love to be in a hot seat with you. So my husband and I talked about it and decided we're going to turn it into a podcast. So the premise of my podcast is different. So many of them, and it's funny when you go on, need a guest, want a guest, whatever the different posts are. The minute I post this, people are like, well, I'm an expert in this and I can bring this to your audience and I can bring this to your audience. I'm like, no, what I'm looking for is people who have problems or challenges are frustrated and want to figure out how to solve them. They get 20 minutes to pick my brain and his, his brain. And he, by the way, um, has become one of the top ghostwriters and copywriters, works for people he's written. He's written books that are probably on your bookshelf from speakers, authors, and coaches. So um, between the two of us. You guys are a darn power team. We are. We are. I love that. We didn't start that that way. When we started, I was just a single web designer and he was running restaurants. So we've built this life together between the two of us. So it's pretty cool. So our podcast is different in that we're solving problems for the person who's in the hot seat, which then by listening to it helps others solve their problems as well. So we've just finished our 15th. I'm filming three more today. So we'll have 18 by the end of today. And we just started launching. So I think we launched our second one this week or third, I don't know, up to the fourth. I think we're up to the fourth one that we launched this week. So it's new, but exciting. So you're coming at it from a different angle. You're coming from like a teaching as a teaching tool. See if you can solve these guest problems. Is that I just want to make sure I love that. Yes, you don't see that often. This is great. And do oftentimes those guests who come on end up wanting to obviously, you know, work with you and stuff like that? Is that how it works? Correct. And others are starting to contact us and say, hey. I saw your podcast. I have the same challenge. Can we work together? What would it take to work together? So I'm the expert that's being promoted versus all these other podcasts. You're promoting other people. Now Mm -hmm. that helps to grow your podcast because they have followings who start to watch. So it grows. If this way you can scale your business the way you're doing it. Exactly. So how do you go about finding the right fit guests to come on your show? I mean, for us, we have a declining process, 80% get declined if they're not a fit for the show. And it's to keep, it's not that they'll never be on the show, but you know, you know what your audience needs to hear and you know what you need for your business. So tell me a bit about like your process with that. Sure. So I have an application. It's Mm -hmm. about seven questions. And if the question answers fit into what, where we can serve them. So, you know, if their question is about how to make a good pizza, that's not my specialty. I can't help them with that, right? But if it's about automation or hiring or delegating, 
or finding more time or any number, copywriting, social media, whatever, marketing and sales in general, then I invite them to a 15-minute interview and we discuss the concept. I don't give them any answers on the interview because I don't want to give away the right, right excitement when they see it or hear it on the podcast. Um, but we uh, do the interview and then we book the the uh, recording. Love this. I love this. Now tell me if you want, if you're open to it, you know, podcasts are so great for opening up globally. I mean, instead of just in your own community, now you're opening up opportunities globally, which we normally wouldn't, we wouldn't have access to. Right. So I love the way that you're doing it. And, you know, is this one of your main ways of scaling your business? Um, it's an additional way. So we've been international since about 2014, um, I started speaking on international stages in 2015. Um, so I do speaking, we do social media, I do email, of course, funnel lead gen stuff. And then the podcast is just another way of growing my omnipresence my word for the year being Love this. being present everywhere all over the place so thank you for helping me with that by having me on the call on the, the you know jamie you today. have an you have an incredible story and i mean the way that you're doing podcasting now and you're helping others change their life that's, that's what I love to hear. And just powering through those tough times. Like I said earlier, you've been through it all. And if you can do it, anyone listening, going through a hard time, just think of Jamie's story. And, you know, maybe that will give you that hope and, and help you lean into it and just go with it. Right. And, and never give up. So Jamie, this has been absolutely incredible. I just want to thank you again for, you know, taking this time out of your day to come on and, you know, really talk about what you had to go through to get to where you are today because and being vulnerable and opening up your story because oftentimes we only see like the glory but we don't see what goes in between you know to get to that successful place so and there's going to be ups and there's going to be downs and your story covers it all so I, I absolutely am so thankful for you being able to come on today and share that with my listeners thank you dear I appreciate it absolutely Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on, just like Jamie Gilliland did today, please go to top100interview.com. Let's share your story. Let's talk about your business. Let's talk about the podcast, challenges and wins. I want to hear it all. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Jamie. Catch you on the next episode, everybody. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, 
download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.